Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning into the For the Love of Sports podcast. My name is Ian Vicera, and I'm your host. And today I'm joined by Tommy Burke. Tommy is a senior at Mount St. Charles Academy in Woonsocket, Rhode Island, a member of the class of 2020. There, Tommy was a three-sport athlete at Mount playing soccer, basketball, and baseball as his time as a Mountie. And actually, Tommy was someone that when I was in, at Mount, Mount St. Charles is a junior-senior high school, started off in seventh grade, finished in 12th grade. So when Tommy was a seventh grader, I was there finishing up my senior year. And actually, this past year, I was fortunate enough to be able to coach Tommy as I joined the Mount St. Charles basketball coaching staff this winter. So kind of come full circle in terms of how I've been able to know Tommy over the years. So Tommy, thanks for coming on. And how are you? Thank you. I'm good. I'm happy to be here. Good. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on. I think you definitely have a unique perspective. I um, can sort of speak for what the high school senior is going through right now, just from that personal perspective. And then also from that perspective of an athlete, someone who's wanting to compete, wanting to go out there, have that one final great season to go out on and not, obviously not able to do so right now because of COVID and quarantine and everything that's going on with that. But so Tommy, the first question I have for you is just how is school for you right now? What is Mount St. Charles doing for you guys on the day-to-day basis? Just what does that look like for you? Uh, so basically we have a normal uh, school day. Uh, I still get up every day at around 7.30 uh have some breakfast quick breakfast go to class for 7:45, and uh get a break for an hour at lunch around like 11 30 uh that's a good time to get some like exercise or like really they want us to get off our screens and like uh get some exercise eat lunch stuff like that and then we have back at, we have two periods after lunch and then our day's over and uh, i've been working a lot at uh little general to stay busy because really it's been boring in the house, not being able to do much. So what is it like for you not being able to go to school, but then you still have to go to work? Are you enjoying that? Is it a little bit different? And what is the protocol like for you just at the convenience store? So uh, I'm really like, I'm glad that I'm able to work because it keeps me busy. Uh, It keeps me on like a schedule Um, because really it's sometimes it's like hard to find like, why would I get up if I have nothing to do? Like, there's nothing to do. But, like, as an athlete, you always want to be moving. You always want to, like, have a good body, like, have your body and be in shape and be ready to go. And, obviously, work gets me out of the house. It gets me out of, like, all four walls. And I get to interact with people and not just, uh, like, sit in my bed watching shows. Um, and so I really, I really look forward to it as something to pass time and also, like, make a little money to prepare for college. Tommy, you were just saying being able to get out of the house, have that little escape. So the Burke household, very crowded. How many people are living with you at home right now? And just what's that like on a day-to-day basis? Uh, it's like a homeschool here. We have uh, all five of us boys are take, uh, doing school. My dad's obviously working from home, uh, trying to keep Mount going because uh, uh, he, he does the attendance uh, every day for school. So obviously it's pretty busy and it's nice to get out because we're always like on top of each other and stuff. Uh, so it's, it's, it's nice to get a different uh, perspective for sure. And so when you're at work, um, just how are things different right now between people, if they're coming in wearing masks and stuff, what do you have to do differently to sort of take precautions and make sure you're doing everything as safe as you can? Yeah, so a lot of people are definitely scared of this virus. So they're afraid to come out to the bigger stores. So. Uh, my little convenience store, like, it's kind of like a safe haven for the local uh, elderly people of the neighborhood. And uh, they, like, uh, obviously come for a safe, making sure it's clean there is a big priority, like, uh, washing down the handles at the doors and, like, all the freezers, uh, stuff like that. And, like, the counters, making sure they're clean. At the end of the night, we have to, we're mopping every night. We're making sure that all the surfaces are clean, like, more than once. Um, just as an extra precaution because obviously we don't really know where it is and how we can get it so uh, it's definitely different we have to wear masks all all the time while we're working and gloves uh, to keep keep like the virus away from us uh, as working like to protect us and to protect the customer who will be receiving like the food from us yeah it's definitely nice to be able to have that especially because you're not having as much traffic go through that store Mm -hmm. as you would say a walmart or a stop and shop or something that's a little bit bigger and it's probably much more hectic and stuff over there than it is for you. Yeah. I'm glad I'm not working there. And I feel like too, you probably get people who are, it's, it's much more low key. So even if you're coming in dealing with something, 
and someone's a little upset, it's like one person rather than, you know, at, at those bigger stores, it can be numerous people exactly. upset and it's all day going on, on and on. So Tommy, something else I wanted to talk about was you were just mentioning a little bit earlier how Mount was handling everything and what that sort of typical school day was like for you. But have they been able to do anything to sort of help you guys through it even more? Because obviously this is a very unprecedented time for us right now. Um, it's We're very fortunate enough that we are still able to go about some of our day-to-day activities, mm-hmm. day-to-day activities, excuse me, like the best we can. Um, obviously you'd like to be in school physically there, but to still be able to get that education, do some sort of remote learning is definitely not a bad alternative given all things considered. So mm-hmm. just how has Mount been able to handle this? Um, they've done a lot for the seniors and like it's gone like, I feel like it's gone a lot beyond just like the teachers and staff. Um, like obviously they try to reschedule our senior week. It's not really academic side, but like the social side of school um like prom our convocation our awards night stuff like that they're trying to still have us have it because obviously it's like a special week for all seniors and uh we would like to have that as as if we could um also like coaches have uh, i know our baseball coach actually had us watch our championship win on the one year anniversary well not really the one year anniversary but close to it had all the guys from the squad come back and watch it on a zoom call so that was kind of cool um and then like the teachers have just been really supportive i mean trying to like help us ease into the work uh as as much as they can i mean obviously we still have an agenda to get to and stuff to learn but uh, they've been as helpful as they can and um very understanding when it comes to uh, all the work and stuff and especially all the stress that it's been on certain students so what's the vibe been amongst your friends, your classmates so far with all this going on? Obviously, this isn't what you guys planned for, but just what's the morale like amongst the members of the class of 2020? Um, like my friends and I are keeping it positive as much as we can. I mean, we still have stuff to look forward to in the summer if stuff starts to open up, hopefully. Um, I mean, like we know that like we're good friends and that like we're not going to really lose that. So it's not really like we're not really like upset that we're saying goodbye per se. Like we still know that we'll keep in touch. It's just like, I don't know. It's, it's different. It's definitely different because uh, leading up to my senior year, I always like envisioned it going a certain way, I would say. And -hmm. just having it be this way is just something completely different. Um, And obviously like at first it was kind of hard to uh, hear, like it started with the hockey championship being canceled. That was actually our last day of school. And that was probably like one of the saddest days of, senior year because everyone didn't know what was going on like this that was could have been the last time in school which it was like so it was a lot of like mixed emotions but I feel like now as people have kind of like processed what's going on they kind of uh like understand that it's out of anyone's control and like we just got to move on and like we know that like we'll be friends still and we'll stay in touch and uh hopefully that we can have our senior week later uh, mm-hmm. if everything clears up so Tommy you were just mentioning there um kind of everything that was unfolding in school once it ended up being your last day there. So can you just talk about um, how, how that experience went for you? Like, did they announce it in school? Did you find out after the fact, just how did you guys find out and how did everyone react? So unfortunately, like it was second period, I think, and the league decided to cancel the like hockey championship. And like a lot of my guy, like the friends on the team were pounding out and stuff. And uh, like, they kind of were getting pretty upset about it. And uh, Mount kind of had them all go to guidance and like talk to them about what was going on and stuff. And like Mr. Mm-hmm. Lawrence and Mr. Lovely, our athletic directors, like kind of talked to them about what the league made, like what the call was about, stuff like that. Um, and it was just like really like they obviously worked really hard for that and that's what they wanted like all four years they've been at mount so it was like really like kind of hit home because i saw them sad so like obviously our season was over in basketball already so it didn't really hit me as hard because it didn't end our season uh but like just watching them it definitely hit hard uh and so once they found out that the hockey um state final was going to be canceled just how much did you realize like, oh crap, like this could be it in terms of for my senior year, recognizing not only your baseball season, which we'll get into 
a little bit later on, but just the actual academic side of school and actually being able to go there every day. Because I remember when we were at our end of the season banquet for basketball, it might've been slightly before that, but it was kind of like, not that we had too many people at that banquet, but it was probably one of the last larger gatherings that I was at yeah. just between all of the members on the JV team were there, all the members on the varsity team were there, their parents and stuff, mm-hmm. um, siblings of the players. So it was definitely weird going there and knowing everything that was going on and hearing about everything in the NBA had already transpired and was going on with Rudy Gobert and all of that. So it was just weird to see that happen and take place and to think like, oh, shoot, like this actually yeah. might be a reality where things are getting canceled. Yeah, well, like definitely it didn't seem real, obviously, because we were just hearing about it and nothing really was being affected. Like professional sports being canceled, I was kind of like, like, this is crazy. Like that's never ha- like sports are going to be gone. But like really it didn't hit home because everyone was saying like two weeks, like, all right, we'll be over. It's fine. So we were preparing for like that two week period with, all right, we'll be good. So maybe we'll still have baseball we actually got our pitchers and catchers weekend again i know we'll get into that later but uh we were still hopeful for everything to like uh continue to be normal uh mm-hmm. like mount made an announcement at the end of that day that friday where we heard the hockey uh, state championship was canceled and they said we have a two-week period of virtual learning and then we have april break and then hopefully we can come back so that, that's what that's what at first everyone was kind of hoping for uh, we didn't really know what to expect, obviously, um, because it was so new and no one really knew uh, the outcome. Yeah, I, I can only imagine what, what that's like and just the vibe in the school. Because obviously, when you're in school, no one likes actually going to school, but it's definitely a better alternative than everything yes. that's going on now. It's, it's the thing that you want to hate to have yes. to do every day, to wake up early, go yes. and do that. Exactly. But obviously, you know, trying to see your friends, that, that's what it's all about. Yeah, that's that was definitely one of the hardest parts. Probably, it's like the isolation. Like, I mean, Zoom call, you're in class with everyone on that, but it's so different than being in actual school with them. And that's the part that, it, like, obviously you miss the most is being with your friends and like seeing everyone every day, mm-hmm. because you don't really have that much of a social aspect outside of uh, like virtual school. Yeah. So, Tommy, as for your next step in your education, um, you decided to go to Assumption College in Worcester, Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. So have you heard anything from them? How are they informing the incoming freshmen on just what's going to take place in the fall? Do they know yet? Have they been in contact with you guys about what their tentative plan is with everything? Because obviously the way you're ending senior year is very atypical, not the norm. And the way you're going to be beginning college, I imagine, is going to be totally different than what things are normally as well yeah so they actually just moved our orientation to online um they were hopeful to have it at the school but obviously with everything going on they had to make it online um as of now the emails that i've got they want they said that we'd be able to move in the 28th of august but they're coming up with ways that they'll be able to do that like obviously they don't have everything um set in stone yet Mm -hmm. um but they, they're hopeful for us to have um, school at the school um, for the fall semester, which is pretty exciting. Like, hopefully that will be able to happen. Yeah, I think the, obviously the endings stink for high school seniors and college seniors now. But I think it's just as important if things can get back to somewhat of a normal come the fall, whether yeah, it's the- kids starting high school or kids starting college, because it's, it's so different. And it's mm-hmm. the way you're shaping the next four years of your life is just it's, it can be so dependent on how that start goes and just getting adjusted and yeah. having to deal with that. I agree. I, I, I just, I think that I needed to be at the school for like my fall semester to get like kind of comfortable with the new circumstances that I can kind of be able to explore my own because through the screen, there's not really much that you can do to really know what to call it. Like it's not really college. It's just like class online. Like, mm-hmm it's really even hard to get motivated to do class online. I feel like for most seniors now. Yeah. How is that going? Because obviously you've heard for numerous years now about senioritis and everything about just kind of, you know, as the school year goes on, the motivation to do the work kind of dwindles and dwindles as you look forward to those senior events and actually just finishing school being like, all right, I'm done with this. We can move on. But to actually have to do that work now online when you're not showing up every day, sort of having the teachers watch over your shoulder you know, and feel that pressure of like your peers to, all right, we all have to do the work. We all have to do this. 
versus now you're just on your own. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely different. Like, it's different. It's a lot more work, I would say, um, because it's less instruction time. So it's more of trying to catch up on your own and, um, like, fill in the gaps of what the teacher explained. Um, and I feel like it's it's been really hard. Like, it's it's been hard to do the work, even hard getting up some mornings, um, just because, you know, like, oh, it's just uh, my online class. Like, I'm not, I don't really need to pay attention. Like, they don't really know if I'm there or not. Like, or like, sometimes the work is just like, oh, I don't want to do this. Like, it's, it's, what's the point of doing this? Like, I'm done. I already gone to school. But like, um, Mount has like, a, if you hold an 85 in all your classes, you don't have to take the final exam. So a lot of seniors were um, staying true and just grinding it out to hold that and not take the finals. Um, because that was obviously big stress reliever if that would be able to happen yeah I think one thing that'll definitely help you guys actually though is having this period of the online learning because definitely once you're in college and you'll see that hopefully come the fall for real but if not the spring and going forward is a lot of it is you know you're learning in class and you're having more discussions but a lot of the learning obviously depends on your major but it takes place outside of class and it's a lot more independent work versus you're only in class for a couple hours a day versus, you know, the six or seven hour school day, you know, five days a week, like it is in high school. Mm -hmm. So I think that'll definitely be something that benefits you going forward. So Tommy, um, going off of, we're talking about assumption right now. Um, just why was assumption the right pick for you to go to school? Um, honestly, I, at first I didn't really think I was going to go. Um, and then I went for a second um, visit to tour their business school because I've been really interested in majoring in business um, and I actually gone to their um, five and six business program. Um, so like the second time I went there, they had like great presentation and had a, a lot of uh, good opportunities that I saw myself being able to um, maybe achieve or be able to um, follow or pursue. Um, so the second time I went, I just kind of knew, looked at my mom and I was like, I think like this might be the place. Like we kind of still needed to talk about it and look at like the financial situation, obviously. Um, mm -hmm. We made like a chart and we like, with where I got the most money and what I got into, what like what the program I got into was and uh, what would be the best for me to do. And uh, assumption like was my top choice being like all around probably my best fit for school. And how was it for you to try and make that decision? Because obviously making, you know, your college choice is difficult enough, but to have to do it while the pandemic's going on, while all of this is happening, it's not really, you know, that's, you know, I remember being a senior, like that whole year, your whole, the whole, the only thing you're stressed about really for the most part is where are you going to go to school? What schools are you getting into? And that whole decision-making process. But for, by the time you're actually going to make that choice, you know, everything's happening right now with COVID. Um, so lucky for me, I, most of my visits were done before, like the whole shutdown started to happen. So I kind of got to see all my options, which was mm -hmm. good. Um, and like, I was really hoping to have like my senior baseball season so I could maybe hopefully play college baseball. And obviously that didn't happen. So I'm still um, going to try to figure out a way to do that. Um, at Assumption, hopefully. Um, but just that, like the suddenness of this shutdown kind of um, prevented, like, I don't know, like it almost prevented me from totally like choosing the right, like not, I, I know Assumption's right for me, but it kind of prevented me from seeing like the whole, the whole look at all, all my options, I guess. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, it makes sense. Um, and I know that like, I'll be, ha I can be successful where I'm going. And I know that assumption is going to be a great fit for me. I'm not saying that anything against that. Um, I'm just saying like, it was kind of like a sudden, like, Oh, what's going on? Like, I need to make a decision. I have college like next year. Um, and all like the hecticness. Um, so it was kind of like a quick choice, but I think it was the right choice. Something you just hit on was actually my next question. So in terms of talking about this spring, you didn't have your baseball season and trying to play maybe 
at that collegiate level next, um, definitely last spring. And we'll talk about it a little bit later on as well, but just you kind of having a really good season, especially towards the end in baseball. So it's not like you would have had a lot of college coaches or stuff um, kind of looking at you towards your junior year because they said, oh, he took that leap at the end. Maybe we can see what happens beginning of his senior year, get him, um, you know, as a preferred walk on something like that because a lot of, you know, the scholarship spots might've been filled, but to still have that open spots for maybe a kid or two left on the roster. And now you don't get that chance to sort of prove yourself the spring. Just what, what is that like for you? Um, like that was probably one of the things I was most upset about. Um, like, uh, like I've been hearing like summer baseball might not happen. So like, there's no really way to prove like at the level that I'm at, obviously. Um, because there's no baseball, but I mean, uh, my junior year, I didn't play as much. So I didn't obviously get ahead of the recruiting process. And I was hopeful that with the ending that I had, hopefully I could uh, like get a quick look, couple looks in the beginning of senior year and hopefully be able to play at the school that I decide to uh, go to, which would obviously be assumption. And obviously I still want to like chase that dream and still want to try to walk on in the uh, fall um but uh it was just like this whole season ending thing kind of made that more difficult and uh so I have to do more to reach out uh which is kind of good and hopefully that will help me in the long run but it's just a lot uh differently than I envisioned so Tommy we're gonna rewind for a little bit so we're talking about your college decision now and we've talked about high school a little bit but now I want to take it a little bit further back and talk about your love for sports when did that begin um, just what sports were your favorite growing up and just where did that passion for the games develop? Uh, okay, so I started my my love for sports probably started when I was very young. Growing up playing sports and um, I played rec soccer when I started at like four. So um, soccer has been a sport that's been in my life since I was very young. Um, and then obviously as board baseball was, was t-ball and I started, I really liked it in the minor leagues when I was selected for like the all-star team and we won state championship for little league. And it was like the greatest thing on earth and everyone was talking about it. And there was always that dream for the little league world series. And that never really happened for me. And I never really uh, like got to get a great win in uh, sports until it came to the junior year uh, at Mount when we won the uh, state championship for Rhode Island baseball. And that was just like a totally different experience. Um, and obviously like that just made my love for sports even greater because as an athlete, you always want to win. And like finally obtaining that was like a great uh, achievement uh, and, and like a great um, feeling to have uh, because I've always like pursued sports. I've always loved sports. I've always loved working to get something. And uh, finally that was able to happen. And so, Tommy, at Mount, you played soccer, you played basketball, and you played baseball. And I assume probably growing up, you played other sports as well mixed in. But what would you say your favorite sport is and why? That's a tough question. Um, obviously, you work the same on all of them to be good, just as good as on, like, on all of them. Uh, soccer, I would say, um, I was very, I was decently good at because I played the longest. and it's just a different um, sport compared to basketball and baseball where baseball is like more finesse. Um, but I think baseball is probably my most, is my favorite sport. Uh, not, not uh, excluding basketball. I mean, I feel bad. I, mean, I love the game of basketball and like, it's just like a different, I don't know. It's hard to rate them against each other, but baseball mm -hmm. is atmosphere, like the weather, uh, just like the real, like the chillness of it, the aspect, all the aspects of baseball are just, why I like it the most. It's just, it's just a unique sport. And Tommy, so you, you were just mentioning there um, something that I definitely wanted to talk to you about given just how many different sports you've played, but how, how much do you think it benefited you playing all those sports growing up and in high school versus just focusing on one? Like, do you think you would have been better off if, you know, you were a freshman saying, I'm just going to focus on baseball and try and maximize your skill in that? Or do you like the fact that you were, you know, good in all three sports, were able to play all three sports at a high level and compete in that? Or would you think it would have been better to just focus on one? Um, 
I'm glad that I got to play three different sports because of the different like different experiences that I've had and the different people that I've been able to meet throughout like high school. Obviously, it was like different groups of people play different sports, so I was able to be involved with all that. Um, and in the in the like examples that I've seen with people that like focus on one sport, sometimes they can get sick of it easy like easily almost, mm-hmm. and it's hard to like keep your love for that sport. So like although like I kind of um, like sprouted late, like a, in freshman, sophomore year, I was only playing varsity on soccer. Like I wasn't playing varsity basketball. I wasn't playing varsity baseball. I just wasn't good enough yet where like if I focused on it, maybe I would have been. Um, so that it, it definitely like slowed my process of getting better at each of the sports individually. Um, but in the long run, I'm definitely glad that I played all three. And I think it's definitely something that helps too in terms of just your athletic ability, just developing different muscles, just having that different experiences, I think helps you as an overall athlete, rather than if you're just focusing on one, you're not developing those other skill sets. Yeah, I definitely um, enjoyed that part because obviously soccer is more of a endurance sport um, where basketball, you don't, I mean, I mean basketball is kind of endurance as well, but baseball is no endurance at all. I mean, different endurance, muscular no endurance, endurance, cardio and vascular endurance. Uh, so I like I like being able to run a lot in soccer. It was different. It was um, kind of like free freeing almost, and it's more of a team. It's definitely more of a team sport than all the other sports because everything that happens in soccer has to go through like another teammate in order to be successful. You cannot be a one man team in soccer at all. Um, basketball, I. I loved all the aspects of basketball because obviously I was a captain. So I had a lot of people looking up to me. Um, and I really enjoyed being able to work in the gym. I had, we had great coaches, obviously coach Sarah, the best. coach Coleman, but uh, put in a lot of work and we actually had a really good shot to be successful. So obviously it's always fun when you have a good team and you have a chance to compete. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I just, I, I don't know. Baseball is just different than both. I feel like, well, as a pitcher, you have a lot of control over the game. And I really, uh, like, I really was able to uh, kind of fill the role that I need to fill. And I really enjoyed becoming a pitcher. So I hope that I'm able to stick with that. And Tommy, definitely um, by the end of your high school career, all the all the awards and the accolades certainly have added up and built up. And definitely, even if you weren't on varsity, you know, as a freshman, some of those sports definitely by the end, you made your presence known. So I'm just going to go through some of the, some of these accomplishments for you because it's going to lead into my next question. And it's something that I really need to know the answer to. Okay. So you were a four year member of the soccer program at school, three years on varsity, four years in the basketball program, two years on varsity, four year member, the baseball program, Three, three years varsity or two? Two, two. Two years, two years varsity. Uh, you were captain of the basketball team your senior year, as you mentioned. You, were, you won the team MVP award for basketball your senior year. Junior year, member of the state title team for baseball. Um, all division for soccer as well during the course of your Mount career. And then finally, you were all division for basketball your senior year at Mount. So my question, Tommy, is when did you get so athletic? When did this happen? Because I just remember you being a seventh grader. Probably I'd seen you before that at some points. Being the smaller kid, obviously, the Burke boys, they start off very very tiny, but eventually they sprout up. They get nice and tall. And then I just remember hearing about last year because I was still in school myself finishing up. And I, you know, I still followed mountains, saw what they were doing, um, ac- excuse me, athletically and seeing what was going on. And you're seeing that Mount basketball is having a good year and then see that you guys won the division title and you were playing a part of that. And then come springtime, um, Mount's winning a state title for baseball and you were a huge part of that. So just when did you get so athletic? When did that transformation happen? Uh, honestly, I, I, don't, I don't really know. I mean, basically I knew that my freshman year, I was one of the smaller kids and I wasn't really uh, athletic. I didn't really have many skills when it came to basketball and baseball. And I didn't really know how to like work on the special skills I need to be good. Um, soccer was a little different. Like I was just I was decent at skill set. I was just not there when it comes to like height and ability. I was still small. So uh, freshman year, I actually played on an AAU team for Coach Norris, and uh, 
wasn't playing at all. I used to think I was really good playing in the Cal League. You know, I was scoring like 10 points a game and I thought I was really good. And it came to freshman year and I was playing AAU and I thought I'd be good. Coach Norris was like, nah, you're like not, you're not doing it. You're not, you're not good enough. So I was playing like two, three, four minutes a game. And it was kind of making me upset. And I was like, oh man, he's my mount coach. Like, what am I going to do here? Like, this is going to be a problem. And I showed up for Mount and he kind of just like took me under his wing and he just kind of like taught me how to become a better player and taught me how to like succeed when it came to anything because he really knows how to succeed. Um, and so I basically just started learning and working on individual things that he taught me and um, doing, like I would always ask him like, what do I do to like jump higher? What do I do to do like different things? And he would always like say, anytime you want to work out, let me know. Um, so that kind of like built my knowledge of how to become better and it just became like working on it. So like sophomore year, summer was really like the year that I got really skilled in basketball and more specifically baseball. I was throwing a lot more um, and I was just working on things to make me a better athlete. And that was basically where it kind of turned and then it came into games and it kind of like showed itself junior year. Um, soccer season it was a rough year but I um, definitely matured and I definitely like learned the game better so we had a better year my senior year and then in basketball junior year obviously baseball junior year um, it paid off the work that I put in and so basketball your junior year that's something I want to get into right now dive into that we're both wearing our our shirts our make history mount shirts right now so repping the program but I remember coming back so your junior year, coming back for one of the alumni scrimmages, Coach mm-hmm. Coleman, the varsity coach over at Mount, always like to bring in outside, outside players to, you know, give, give the guys on the high school team a run for the money. Um, just have a different sort of atmosphere rather than going up against the same 10, 11, 12 guys every day in practice. And so we had a group of alumni players coming in. And the thing is, you know, you're in college. You're not in shape at this point if you're not playing or you're graduated from college and then you're really out of shape. So we come in there and we're playing that that first scrimmage and I don't know we probably lost by like 10 or 15 this one what this one wasn't very close and so we're playing and all of a sudden it's the, a lot of the guys from my my class in high school are maybe a year or two older as well and I just remember Tommy you had you hit like three or four threes during the scrimmage and we're all like when did this happen like why is Tommy just like training on us right now like what is going on and you could just tell that year that you guys were something special yeah, I mean, it was a lot of – it was a big team effort. Obviously, we had a lot of solid guys um, that could all play, and we kind of really knew how to complement each other's game. Um, so we had, like, specific guys that would do what they need to do, and that's how we would win. Like, if people stayed in their roles, uh, we would get the outcome we wanted. Uh, we had a lot of close games. We ended up beating – I know we had a really tough game down in Mount Hope, and they actually won the Division Three championship that year. Uh, we had a very tough game at their place and we came out like all together, ended up beating them. Um, it was just like when we, when we needed to do something together, we were able to do it. And I mean, we all had each other's backs. So that kind of made us really successful on the court, I, I think. And so that year, Tommy, your junior year, um, Mount won the division three North title. And I believe that was Mount's first division title, um, subdivision title since I think it was 1995. I should know it off the top yeah, of my head. something like that. But I think it was 1995. So it had been quite a, quite a while since you guys were able to do so. So it was definitely a credit to you guys. And then fast forward now to your senior year. Um, you guys lost three players off of that team. Um, I joined the coaching staff for this past year. But definitely you guys still had a lot of the core returning from that team that had won a division title. Expectations were high. Um, Things didn't shape out exactly the way we wanted. Ended up making the playoffs, had a first-round exit. But just what was the experience like for you this past year during your senior year? Um, it was definitely a blast. Like, I always heard people say, like, cherish your senior year. Like, the season will fly by. And, like, it never really, like, I always was like, I'll have another year. So, like, what's there to worry? Like, but it was definitely, like, more of a special year. Um, for me because it was my last year and obviously I want to go out with the statement be like get that state championship what we all wanted Um, unfortunately we couldn't obviously do that with the first round exit but I mean 
especially a lot of the senior guys, it was special because we played together. We played our, we played as hard as we could. Um, we played at Mount for the final time. Uh, it was just a great experience to be able to like grow throughout the program and then be able to finish it um, on such like a, a decent, decent outing, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not what we wanted, but. Yeah. So quick question for you now. If I asked you to describe Tommy Burke, the basketball player, what are some adjectives that you would give me to describe your play? Um, uh, aggressive, mm, emotional sometimes, maybe. Uh, uh, hmm. It's a tough one. Uh, give me one more. Okay. Um, maybe spurt like kind of like in segments almost like spurty play or like Mm -hmm. spurts of good play so i think definitely something if an opponent if an opponent would describe your play it would be agitator you know play (laughs) plays hard skilled but definitely tries to get under your skin yeah i definitely think that is some sort of a reputation. I can't speak to the other two sports. It's definitely something that you had on the basketball side of things where they know, all right, this kid's a gamer. He's got talent, but he's also going to try and, you know, get under my skin and really not, not do anything cheap or any, anything like that, but definitely try and annoy me, get me to that point where, you know, take them out of their own mental game. Yeah, so exactly. is that something that you've just always done? Is that, you know, just the result of growing up with all the brothers? Like, wh- where does that come from where you kind of want to have that psychological edge over your opponent? That comes from Coach Norris again. Honestly, um, he basically was like, don't let kids come in here and tell you what to do. Like, you, you, you lock them up. You don't let them score anything. You get them out the gym. So you always say to me, you kick them out the gym. So, like, I – always had that aspect of defense first like he kind of wanted me to do that because obviously I wasn't really as much of an offensive threat in my sophomore like early junior year until I really came into development so defense is really what got me playing um, and got me that like experience to be able to get an offensive game at all so uh, basically he would always just say you guard the best player you don't let him score you don't let him score so that that basically became my thing like I would take their best player and I would try to limit them to it and I wanted that task like it was something that would make me like proud and it was an achievement that I could I could do I could shut them down like that's what I want to do so that was kind of like always my mindset every game like I need to guard their best player like who let me go so mm-hmm. thanks to coach Norris def- for that one. yeah hey I, th- I think you did a good job with it I definitely think this past year you you defended pretty well but I think our problem was definitely one-on-one our individual matchups we could do pretty well but when it came to the rotations it just seemed like everything was a split second late and we never kicked it into that gear where you know we're holding teams to 40 50 points rather than higher in the 60s where it's going to be sort of that shootout um type of a game so tommy for the team next year obviously it's going to be different because like you said there is no next season now for you but what does the team need to do to be successful they still have a lot of players coming back, but I think there will be four or five seniors now who won't be on the team. A lot of minutes up for grabs. Just what is Mount St. Charles going to need to do to be successful next year? Um, honestly, they have a. I think they have a lot of talent coming up. Um, like kind of my little, almost another little brother of mine, Alex Casparo. He's he has some good talent. Been texting him a lot, saying like, "I'm gonna beat you up. Like, getting you ready for the season. Like, mm-hmm. let me know when you all play one v one stuff like that." But I think that uh, it's really going to come down to, like, the team rotation, obviously, because, uh, like, if you don't have a good rot- rotation on defense, it can't be a one-man game. And that was kind of, like, a little bit of our struggle maybe this year. So, like, if they're able to, like, come together and uh, really commit to defense um, and able to play together, share the ball, and have some fun doing it, I think they can be really successful. Mm-hmm. I, de- I definitely think – going into next year I think the team's going to have a really good chance to be successful a lot of it I think will come down to if some of the guys if some of them can develop and take that next step because there are a lot of seniors who are gone but I think definitely in terms of this past year like there doesn't always necessarily need to be a reason why it doesn't work like sometimes you can have talented players which I think we did but it just doesn't just doesn't come together better talent honestly 
Mm-hmm. And that was, I think, something too. I don't think I, I was shocked by the talent. Yeah, I don't think we thought Division Three was going to be as good as it was because there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of good players. And even just going yeah. throughout the state, whether you have in Division Two, Erickson Bands playing yeah. all-time leading scorer for Island, he goes to Division One, Bryant, or exactly. you have Jalen Kopecki from Mount Hope going to play at Bridgewater State. So you know, you definitely have guys bouncing around and playing at that collegiate level. Yeah. And it just, it varies so much from year to year within the divisions, like where that talent's going to come. And it's, it's definitely very surprising when you see a lot of good talent, I think in the RIIL, because a lot of times kids go and play prep, whether that's down at St. Andrews or some other schools, because they want to get more scouting exposure. But like, there were some good players this year. You can be good at any level and get recruited. Definitely. That's for sure. So Tommy, the last thing that I want to hit on is we've talked about a little bit throughout the course of the episode, but just your baseball career and just things ending at Mount. So I want to set the stage for you talking about it. We've alluded to it a bunch, but last year, your junior season, you guys won the division two state title for Rhode Island baseball. And just what was that experience like for you to be able to win? Like you said, at the highest level and in Rhode Island, when you finish off, you're playing your final games at McCoy stadium. So honestly, going back to like a question you asked earlier, my love for sports I, that's always been like a goal to get a championship. Obviously that's what everyone works for to win. Um, and so obviously I was still like looking for that. And I was, was thinking with my friends, like, wow, we need to win a Like we need to win a championship, like no matter what sport it would be. And then coming into the baseball season, junior year, we had a bunch of talent. We had a great starting couple of weeks um, and we were rolling in like the preseason. We just started ready to go. And, like, we joked around at the beginning, starting, like, a YouTube channel, like, wrote to McCoy, like, we got this, we're going to win it all, like, stay tuned for the ship, stuff like that. Um, and we really, like, just had a special, like, drive to win and drive to be, like, a, that special team that could win because we knew that we had the talent. Um, and then we just had key guys perform in key areas, like, ever missed. So, obviously, our MVP, he just was clutched throughout the entire playoffs, hitting, like, a walk-off home run getting us into the second round in Middletown. And then I pitched that game against Middletown, which was like a huge upset. No one thought we were going to win. They were the one seed from the South. And then once we beat them, we played what I think is the best series of the whole thing against Tolman, who was really, really tough. Uh, they gave us a really good series. And once we were able to pull out of that, we all were rolling and we were really in it together and invested. So it was really a special like season and, especially like because we were able to end it on top. That's just something different. Like obviously not every team is able to uh, experience that. So it's just a great feeling, a feeling of being accomplished of all the hard work paid off, you know? And when did you guys know you were going to win it or had a good chance to win it? Obviously you said at the beginning of the year, you had the road to McCoy good on, but when did you have that moment? Like, Oh shit, like we're going to win this thing. Like we're going to be state champions. Like when did that sink into your head that you guys were capable of pulling it off and you were actually going to do so? Well, when we got to McCoy, it was kind of just like soaking in the experience. Like we had a cookout uh, the day before the games actually happened. So we were all like, all right, we're here. Like, but Barrington's pretty good. Like obviously they made it here. They're here for a reason. They're pretty good. We played game one. And um, once we kind of, once we won game one, we were like, all right, we got to finish it tomorrow. Like the next game we're running this, we're running this. And then that was kind of when like, we just like all of our momentum just pushed forward and we were able to, uh, just seal the deal and win the ship, which was amazing. It was, yeah, probably, it was one of the best experiences in my life. And Tommy, something that I've known about you for a while now is just, and seeing it definitely culminates last year at the end of your baseball season was we talked about how you're a little bit, you know, an aggressor, a very competitive guy. You have that drive, but definitely something that comes with it and is a phenomenal attribute to have is you're a big game player, whether it was this past year for us in basketball in the playoffs you scored 27 points against St. Pat's in our game, albeit the loss, but you definitely gave it your all, had a great individual performance. And then going back to baseball during that playoff run. So the playoff series, you know, so it's two out of three games trying to win, move on in advance. You had a win against Middletown, a win against Tolman, and a win against Barrington in the finals. Three playoff wins. Just what was it like for you to actually go out there and perform at that level and get it done? Because not everyone can perform in those situations, but you were able to do so. Um, so really it kind of before the Middletown game, 
um, the coaching staff for the baseball team brought me in the office and they were like, we're going to start you next game because we know that like, you'll be able to go out there and you'll be able to like, not be afraid, be able to go and do it. Um, coach Coleman was the pitching coach for that uh, state championship team. And he like saw me perform my junior year in the basketball final, uh, or play not final, um, excuse me, playoffs. And I uh, had final, a, our and, final game. Yeah, our final game for playoffs. Uh, it was the first round. Unfortunately, we lost that too to Lincoln. Uh, but I had a decent performance, and I was just I was able to not like kind of be timid by like that playoff atmosphere. So he was able to like have confidence in me and that kind of gave me confidence in myself. Um, and I was able to just roll through those three games, like just having fun and having confidence that I'm good enough to be here and that I deserved it. Um, and kind of coach Jace was like, we kind of saved you for this moment. I had, I had a arm problem going into the season, didn't pitch as much in the regular season. Um, felt good for playoffs and he was like all right like you're ready to go like we need you now and then that was kind of like all the confidence I needed to be able to um, like thrive in those in the playoff atmosphere. And so what is that mindset that allowed you to thrive in that moment because obviously you were saying how some basketball success you know contributed to that but when you actually get on the mound it doesn't matter if you're good in basketball it's a totally different sport it's a different animal it's a different beast so how were you able to focus in and dial in and get what you needed to get done done? Um, honestly, it's just about having fun and, like, being calm. Like, baseball is a very calm sport, and, like, you need to be able to be confident, especially as a pitcher. Like, if you're afraid as a pitcher, then the batter's going to read that, and he's going to be able to see, like, he's not well, – he doesn't want to be here. Like, And then when you're nervous, then it's not locating pitches. So, like, if you if you're just, like – relax and you're having a fun time and you know like oh this is baseball I have a love for baseball since I was like seven like this is the same game I've been playing then it kind of just like you normalize what's going on and like you're able to be calm and you're just able to perform like you always have like it's it's just like a normal game again mm -hmm. obviously and there's so a lot of sorry I didn't no, obviously there's a lot of adrenaline like especially at McCoy when it was pretty packed like a lot of people like so there's a lot of adrenaline that like drives you and maybe you perform a little better because of that. Um, but like, it's definitely like something that was able to help me. And so in that playoff run, Tommy, you definitely, definitely did a, did a great job in a winner take all game, game three against Tolman in the semifinals through a game where Matt won two to one, got it done by the slimmest of margins, but you were able to pitch that game, win it for Mount. And then in the finals against Barrington, you guys were up one nothing in the series. You needed one more game to win. And you go out there and you throw a one-hitter in the final complete game, strikeout eight. Just how great of a feeling is that for you to be able to get that done and sort of have that be, you know, the peak of your athletic career and just win that game in that moment for yourself and for your teammates? Uh, it, was, it, was, it was a great experience um, because obviously there was bumps along the way. Um, they had a quick comeback of one hit that was the two runs that they scored on a walk that was my mistake um so like it was obviously like we we're like come on like I just need to get this done so um once it was done it was just like let's like finally like we did it like it was kind of like everyone was just so happy with each other like that we were able to come together and accomplish this like I don't really think that anyone like well at least I, I knew that I couldn't have done it without kids like on my team like because obviously there's you need more than one pitcher in order to win and you need kids to hit so like we were all really just proud of each other for being able to do what we needed to do and get the job done and Tommy obviously you're hoping to take that next step um and play at assumption or whatever the case may be and sort of pursue the continuation of your athletic career but if not what does it mean to you that your final game of your baseball career was a state championship win at McCoy yeah, we actually joked about that, saying, like, oh, our last last time playing at Mount was the state championship. Like, we ended on top. Like, we're still going to be 21, 2021 defending champs or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, won't, we won't be there, and it'll be different. Um, but, like, just, I mean, you couldn't have ended it any other way. Like, we played at McCoy, and it's probably going to be closed now. Like, we don't even know what's going on with that. Who knows if there'll be another game there. Like, we played one of the last games – 
there and it was in a mount uniform and we won so i mean nothing really much you could ask for to be better than that and tommy my final question for you is when you look back at your athletic career out and out between soccer baseball basketball and just everything else in between from just your experience of being a mountie and being at that school because obviously with your parents working there you've been kind of ingrained in that culture for a long time even before you actually started going to that school finally yeah so just what is everything like for you just kind of the culmination of that high school career I mean it definitely was a great experience I mean I have so many memories of all the different sports that I played um and uh, I'm just really happy the way that it's been like obviously like you said so many things happened that were like the best possible way of it ending obviously we had um tough circumstances the way it ended so abruptly but uh, basically everything that could have happened happened and like made the most of a circumstance that was really unfortunate but um, basically I just being at growing up I would always just thinking like Mount like I can't wait to go here like wow like seventh grade came and I was looking up to the seniors like you were the senior I'm like he's playing basketball like I want to be that someday like it's crazy um, and then getting there and being able to be successful and being able to be a leader and having people look up to me like people looked up to other seniors or like I looked up to seniors um, it's just something special and hopefully that I'm able to leave something behind and obviously I left the state championship behind um, but uh, I definitely am glad of all the experiences and everything that I went through at Mount. Mm-hmm. And definitely, I know something that you look forward to, especially when you go back uh, around Thanksgiving time for the alumni basketball game. <laughs> you can walk in there and you can see the numbers up on the banners from those state titles, from the division wins and stuff. It'll be pretty crazy to see because, you know, that's that's there forever. That's part of the history of the school. Yeah, I mean, that's always something I'll look forward to seeing. Um, Obviously, like our coach Coleman always said, like it'll be up there forever. You can always come back and see like what you've accomplished and you'll always be part of that team that won something special. Um, so obviously I'll be around Mount a lot. I still have brothers there. I still will be going to my alumni sporting events for every sport. Hopefully baseball will pick up something. Alumni maybe, I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah, get it started. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I'll definitely be hanging around. So it definitely means a lot to me to be able to have something to uh, – show off when I go back (laughs) and definitely Tommy obviously the Burke name holds a lot of significance over at Mount but you've definitely done your part in carving out your little piece of that and making sure that your legacy will be part of Mount forever so Tommy I'd like to thank you once again for coming on and hopefully you stay safe and can finish off your senior year activities the best best way we can right now thank you